What's up, everyone? Welcome to BJJ and Brews. I am your co-host, Noah John. Today, we've got episode 30 of BJJ and Brews. We've hit the milestone of 30 episodes. It's crazy that we've done this for 30 weeks, because every Saturday, we drop a new episode. And today is, if you listen to last week, you'll know this is a second part of a two-part conversation we had with Coach Paul. And this time, we spoke about, or at least in this half of it, we spoke about a lot of history in Central Florida, a lot of Paul's origins, and a lot of his experiences in the early days of coming up through the ranks. So you're going to hear a lot of uh, really interesting stories. I'm not going to spoil it, but you're going to find it super interesting, I'm sure. And if you recall, for those of you listened to last week's episode, we were talking about mountaineering. So the way we lead into this conversation is Chris asking the question, so with all this traveling, do you ever train jujitsu? And that's how this conversation starts. So guys, uh, like, subscribe, follow, enjoy this conversation, part two, Coach Paul, and it starts right now. So whenever you go on these trips like that, are you... Are you 100% divorced from jujitsu and stuff? Um, or do you like find a gym to train at? Because I, oh, I no, find I've myself. I've never ever trained. Really? When I'm on vacation. Really? And, you know, and so, and, and I've like, so for the first 20 years, or not 20 years, 15 years, I was like, I just, I wouldn't do it. You know, it's just kind of like the old school mentality. You just don't train other gyms. You just don't do that and stuff like that. And then when I decided I would do that, um, I just, when I'm training, I'm just like, ah, I never have the time. Although right. I kind of like when I was in London last year, I wanted to. Laborio like gave me a reference and stuff, and I was and I, well. I was hell, like, Roger Gracie's out. You know, there, and then right? what happened was I was like, damn. Um, you know, Laborio gave me a spot, and you know, I was like, classes at six thirty. I'm like, do I really want to wait till eight o'clock to have a beer right now? You know, oh, so, right, right. yeah, you're so, on vacation. Yeah, right? like, so the- it would be like fucking twelve. And we're like, all right, we're gonna have a fucking, we're gonna drink and then go to Stonehenge. You know, and then fucking like, so we, I wouldn't do it. You know, and that's kind of how it is out west. You know, like when, when we travel and stuff like that. So I do actually want to start doing that, but um, I've never actually. The only two schools I've ever trained out that I've trained at outside of this one is um, can you guys, you guys know? I don't know. Wait, hang on. So outside of, wait, just outside of Central Florida or just outside? Oh. No, since since I've been here. You know. Oh, oh then, yeah, I would, then I would say well, probably Fusion and Cojito. That's it. There you yeah. go. I've but trained. you didn't really train. Oh, it's just that one time. It's just that one time, right? Tra- that's the only two. Like, like, listen, so I'm not, I guess I'm a pretty loyal dude, but the only places I've ever trained outside of my own school is my two Blackwell school. Really? Is That's it. <laughs> like, is that by is that by design? Or so is that- a little bit of it. I mean, some of it is like, like I said, like, you know, back in the day, we just didn't do that. You know, like, yeah. I, you know, I don't want to get on new guys and stuff like whatever. You guys do whatever you want. Um, but and even when we were at Marcio's, you know, like when they, when we, like dudes, people would, like, hey, you want to come? Like, get the fuck away from me. like. People really? would come up and ask me and Seth to come train at their school. I'm like, get the fuck away from me, man. We don't. We're not training. You know, like, like just kind of that's how you know that's how, yeah, yeah. that's how it was. You know, like it's just you know. But like, I, I don't think I've ever you know like. Kojito and Fusion are the first two schools I haven't trained. Yeah, and they're literally, I mean, they're, they're family. So yeah, they're like, family, but I, I, outside of an ATT school, I mean, obviously I've been to ATT schools, I've been, right. but, but that's why I consider them like, you know, but outside of the ATT, I haven't trained, I've never trained at another really? school. Really? Like, I, because I've, and I've been on ATT since what, 2006? What year is it? It's, it's 20, so it's 14 years now. 14 years. Yeah. I've trained at my two black belt school, and that's it. I've never gone really? into, you know, and like I said, and I, and like, and I'm okay with it now, but this is kind of my mentality yeah, yeah. before that was like, I just don't, you just don't do that, you know, like, and I could have done it in okay. And like I said, I, I you know, like, and I, I do, you know, so, but no, actually that's, that's an interesting thing. Like I, I figured like, 
Because like I no, the stigma's it, gone away. The stigma yeah, yeah, went away a long sure. time ago. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll train when I'm ever get out and stuff. But I just I never do. But but honestly, the only two places that I've ever trained at, huh. um, I've never gone into. That's, that's has been Cogito and Fusion. Those are the only two places that outside of an ATT school that I've ever trained at in 14 years. Wow, guys, I, I did not know. There that. you go, a, right there. There you go. That, like, that's there. crazy. I've never like you know. <laughs> I've never gone to in anyone else's little mat. Never popped into another school like so. I figured you just you never. Went I to like, an open like, mat like even even like the one time I went to yeah I went to Black Box, but it was Palm Pina. Yeah, that was yeah that's he right. Was doing, yeah. Like, it was ATT school. I've never like I've always been. I try to be you know like with the ATT schools. I try to support and help and stuff like that. But I've never. So no, you came out to Black Box. Who was there? Was it Marcelo Cohen? He came out. And I went when Palm Pina was doing a seminar. Was he? There. Yeah. yeah, we went down there and stuff like that. So. um I went down there a few times, stuff like that. But yeah, I've never like those are the two schools that I've ever like um, oh, wow. that don't have an ATT logo on them that I've, that I've actually trained oh, at. You know, and, and I know that's not a big deal, but that's just yeah, that is how it is. You know, so I never knew that was by design. I, I always I figured no it for a long just, time it was. Lately, it's like I said, like the stigma's yeah. gone, and lately yeah. it's been it's a little different. I I know. You know, and I don't like. And, and second of all, guys, if you, you know, I don't care if you guys cross train and train other places. So so I'm not like that. It's just like like you know. If I I actually think you should you should train with new people and stuff like that. It's not a big deal. I don't want any of my students to think that oh shit you know this guy's like oh. you know so because yeah. I'm I'm definitely not like that you know like, <laughs> I'm gonna edit that part out and just make people like shit bricks. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like oh god. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna do like you ever watch The Simpsons when he was like when they edited it is like I want to kill people. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he's like if you ever cross train I will. Like, <laughs> like, so, no no but that's that's um no so I I actually don't like I, I don't mind if you guys cross. Like, like like listen like yeah I mean like hell you bring in guests all the time it's, yeah 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 and like, I don't mind if people cross chain to places like, like I said it's not the same entirely but I'm just saying when I was a student yeah. it was a big deal and we just didn't do it and we never had a desire to do it we were just we were kind of loyal to our you got your team we were loyal to our coaches yeah. exactly right we were we were we just we just didn't do that you know we just it wasn't a, it just and, not, and our coaches didn't have to tell us hmm. our coaches I feel super didn't guilty now have to, God damn! Like, I, like, I, like our coaches didn't have to tell us. Like, it was, just, but it was a different mentality. Back yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Like, like that was like you know. And, and granted, like at least for us, you know, we were fighters and we were, they were training us. Like the coaches were right, training right, right. Us. Yeah, we yeah. weren't like paying them for a service. I, I should say that. You know. Oh yeah, that's, if you're it's paying, a different. That, that's, that's yeah. A if you're paying, if you're paying a coach for a service, he serves you. You know. When I was training, you know, these coaches were training me and they were helping me fight. So they were training me for free and stuff like that, some of them. So I was loyal to them. You know, that's different than, you know, if you're paying a coach, he works for you, you know. That's right. yeah. So like, you know, like doesn't don't don't get it twisted, you know. So um but that's what I mean by that. But when but when I you know, when when I was training with somebody, I didn't I never like really? was, yeah I never because yeah. I'm and always I, like and I don't talk about it I don't yeah. brag about that I don't I don't I don't criticize other people for it it's right, just right. that was just our mentality I'm, I literally remember now I don't want to use one of the structures here in the area but when he came like he was like you know he was telling like, dude we're not like this fuck out of here you know we don't do that you know like well what about like so did how did seminars fit were that like was that the exception was like Oh, Henzo's in town doing a seminar. We so, can all go to do the so seminar. So we didn't go to seminars. When oh. We, when we, like, I went to seminars before I started training with a coach. Oh, okay. So that was before. Yeah. But once you're with the team, no seminar. Okay. Man, I didn't even go to seminars. Okay. I was just like, I don't fucking, you know, like, my, like, 
I, I didn't go to, yeah, I didn't go, no, like when I went to seminars, that was before I actually started training with Marcio, you know, like, gotcha, yeah, that was, you know, when I started training with Marcio, I was just see, like, we gotta oh. do a history, we gotta do a history, well, because I was learning, it, like, like I said, because I was getting enough new, he's getting enough, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, I was getting enough new jujitsu, because I was learning from a black, I was getting enough new jujitsu, I didn't need to go get information overload and stuff like that, but before I was training with a black belt, before there was any black belts you in guys America. were just yeah, seeking we, out we, knowledge we, wherever yeah, you we could. had to go find it you know that was different you know and then when I officially started training you know under a black belt and getting belted I didn't know that would that would just you just what know, year was that 2000 into 2002 oh wow oh so you had been there for a while when mm-hmm. it was the end of 2002 oh wow American which, which, Top Team was forming and they, they were recruiting guys and then that's when you know Dean went down there I stayed up here me and Seth went to Marcio's so was that the and one then I brought Ben that's when I brought Ben with me to Marcio's and then and then Luigi signed up like, Luigi oh, came wow. here so so but when, was that in Kareen or before Kareen the one on 50 that no that was on that was on no that wasn't on Kareen that was on 50 on 50 the, yeah. the one that's next to the hair salon place yeah across little, from East Coast yeah, Market? really yeah. yeah dude that place is like a half a storefront dude it was like 1500 square feet and that's why like like listen if we have a pretty big school here you know we're about 8,000 like and it's cool and I, I try like I, I've said this in other things I want to keep the small school feel um but some of the best times I ever had was in this little 1500 square foot place at Marcio's um we'd come in there and they'd have one class a night and there'd be 30 guys in this little 1500 square foot place and and you're forced on top you were just you had to get to know everybody because you're right on top you're packed in this little place it was kind of a rough place we all trained pretty hard back then you know you kind of weeded out anybody who was a hobbyist and shit and it was actually a very 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 cool it was one of my funnest times ever training and shit when i first and that was like because that was the first time i ever like had been like training with like a higher like black belt and stuff like that you know because before i had been just training with my peers and my friends and we had gone to seminars and we, so was was marcio your first actual like Yes, Marcio was the first. When you say coach, like he was the first one, sort of overseeing. Absolutely, he really? gave me, he gave me my blue belt, my purple belt, my brown belt. Put all my stripes on, <laughs> you know, like you know, I was a few months away from my black belt. Yeah, I, yeah, and then so yeah, then all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so so no, no, yeah, no. I was like, you know, him and Todd, and, and Todd was a fucking huge part of it too. You know, yeah. like you know, Todd was Marcio's right hand man. You know, and you know, and Todd's the one that brought us there. Really, you know, like oh, he found you guys, sort of. Well, like, yeah, he, Todd's you- the one I was like, hey, you know, because he just was like they were going to start this MMA thing and stuff like that and it was cool if we came over and trained and they wanted you know and Todd had actually fought already he did the hook and shoot thing and um, he had fought in hook and shoot a few times and we did too and um, you know he wanted some sparring partners and stuff and, and he, he brought us over and, and we had a great thing for years man in fact yeah, yeah. We, yeah we were we, dude we were real successful and stuff and then um, and then when jujitsu got popular, Marcio kind of went in a different direction, you know. And kudos to him. I hope he's like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, you know, he didn't make the wrong decision, you know. Like jujitsu is more popular in terms of the public than MMA is, you know. Most people don't want to come in and punch each other in the face. They think they do. They think until they do, they do. <laughs> but they, they yeah, yeah. <laughs> until no. they do. Most and people want to just jujitsu, grapple, and have fun and stuff like that. Most people don't want to like come in and like like, hey, let's punch each other in the face for fun, <laughs> you know. So that that's you know. Um, so let me ask you, because like when I first met you, you were, it seemed as though you were sort of like overseeing the MMA yeah. group, right? Yeah. Like, what was your like, sort of like vetting process for getting guys in there? Because like, there, I mean, there was a, like, there are guys that are all, they're all black, black belts now. They all have their own academies and stuff. Like, it, I mean, like just watching you guys, it was very admirable, right? Like, because you guys were like, it was just, y'all were fucking badasses. And like, I'll, I'll tell you from the recreational student standpoint, like, we looked at you guys and we're like, man, like, no, but those from, are fucking awesome dudes in there. No, but from where we were at, you know, like, like just, just, just at one point, you know, when we were there, it was just like, um, like I'd say, like the 
like 2005, early 2005, you know. Um, right around that time, it was just like, you know, we had we had a lot of guys fighting in this small school. Yeah, in yeah, Orlando. yeah like, It was a small school in Orlando, you know. And like, um, you know, at the time, I, I had just signed with Pride. Seth had just gotten the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Luigi was a Luigi had just signed with the UFC. Um, ben was going to be in the UFC in a few months. Kago, remember Kago Kunahara? Yeah, Kago. Kago, yeah. Kago had just signed with the UFC. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rich Crunkleton was coming down. He was fucking. He, had yeah, he just, was coming up. He like was getting every, ready yeah. to sign. Yeah, he was from Daytona. He was here. So we had all like I mean literally. I mean, outside of, like, from Orlando, I mean, we just we had everyone that was fighting. It was a small group, but they were all, like, tough dudes, you know? And, and everyone else that was supporting their team, like, you know, Anthony Talone and, 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 and Mikey, Mikey Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we had a good, solid fucking group. And Bru of was Bruce in? Yeah, yeah, Bruce, yeah, Bruce, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Bruce was young when he, like, he wasn't young, but he was, like, um, he was starting his stuff when we started. Yeah. You know, Jim was kind of just starting right before we left, too, you know? like And they had a group of guys when we left. Yeah, yeah, they, they were, yeah, like, right. Yeah, the they, next they were, group, like, Gen 2. Yes, right. they were Gen 2, like, Bruce and, and, and Jim Aylers and... And the dude that was on the, he won the Ultimate Fire. Yeah, That, that yeah, one yeah. guy, yeah, yeah. Um, what was his name? Um, the dude, the Jonathan dreads. Brookins. Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Brookins. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. Um, like, who's, the, who's the wrestler? Um, um, Sherpaw. I, I no, no, no. Brookins was after. He was, he was like, yeah, after. he was younger, but I remember that guy from the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah. dude, he and, was and, a TBO guy. Yeah, and like, Frank Sherpaw. Frank Sherpaw. Oh my God. Yeah, and like, Frank yeah. was right. Like, like, so they, they had a really good group of guys right after that, too, you know? And and then when we left and, 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 and joined ADT and then we eventually opened up a school here, you know, that's when. The next wave of guys, like that's when Patino and Carapalucci yeah. and Tom Lawler and, and those guys. And Dave Castro <laughs> in the My audience. Castro. Get in here. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was an ATT though. That was something else, right, Dave? No, it was it was an ATT. Yeah. It, was, it was? Okay. Yeah, it was ATT affiliate. We just, yeah, yeah. So, so. Knockout we, Fitness. Yeah, so yeah, that, that, that was when we started that. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we that's were still, when y'all found Kenny. We were still building that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, but, but that's, you know, so, um, yeah, but it was a good group of guys and stuff like that, but that's, I, I don't know, you know, but back then, though, like, literally, we did not um, do that. We did not cross chain. We did not train other places. It's really? Just, yeah. You and, guys and, were and, still. And, it, and honestly, like, it was just, it's, it's something that, yeah, you just, it's not something our coaches even need to tell us to do, you know, not something that, like, you know. And I, I we I, I think it was just something that I don't know, you know, like, at least maybe it was us. Maybe other people, like, you know, now, granted, maybe later on, if, if we were, you know, million dollar athletes are making a lot of money and we need to, like I said, I, 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 there's a difference guys. You know, if, if you're, you know, if, you know, you have a small window at a fighting career and you need to do what's best for you. And I will always, I will always never, you know, if there's a better option for you or something's going to help you achieve that goal, then you need to do it. Um, when you get there and stuff like that, I'm, I'm like I said, loyalty is super, super important and, and stuff like that. But, but if you have a small window to achieve your goals and stuff like that, you gotta you gotta pursue them and stuff like that. So, but no one needed to tell us not to to cross train and stuff like that. Like even when I was, um, like I trained with Dean for years. Um, me and him started together, and we trained for years. And he went down and joined American Top Team, and I went to Marcio's and trained at Marcio's. Me and him didn't train at that time when I was at Marcio's. Really? Me and Dean didn't train again until I joined ATT. Oh wow, Just, I didn't know that. Really? In fact, that's when I competed against all the ATT guys. That's when I went against like Hinato. Oh, when you, when you yeah, fought. that's when I went against. <laughs> oh, and I, like, no, that's when I competed against all the ATT guys for a long time. So I didn't, I didn't train with like, and, I, and not because it was just like he's still my boy and stuff. Like we just didn't train together, you know. Like I'm going against his teammates. You just don't, you know. He's not. He can't be perceived as helping me train. I can't, you know, like helping me beat his teammates and shit like that. So that that's where it gets a little, you know. 
So, and I would never, like, it wasn't like something we talked about. We just knew that, okay, we'll just, for a little while here, we're just going to. understanding. Yeah, it's just an understanding. It's just, and we both knew it. You just, that's just kind of how it was back and then. And the pie back then, I think the pie was smaller. No, it right? was. The pie was way smaller. Yeah, and, and now, was, like, which, everybody's, mm-hmm. yeah, like, as the pie has grown, I imagine that. Yeah, that, well, it's just, it's just become more of a business, I think. Right, so right. that's, like I said, well, like, yeah. like that. If, you know, listen, guys, if you're, if you're paying a coach for a service, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> It's just that simple, you know. That's just that simple, you know. Like, you don't don't feel obligated to, you know. He to do something. He needs to do that for you, you know. If he's not, you know, so like, you know. So, but but it was different back then, no, for sure, you know. Yeah, like, that's. You know. And I would imagine just culturally that that it was probably even more so amongst the Brazilians because they're very much. About oh yeah, and it's still like that with the Brazilians for sure. And like like I said, like, like you know, and and it. it Probably still is like that, you know, and I, and I, to a degree, I get it. I, I do get it. But like I said, once you're, you know, like, um, like if you're, like you said, if, if, if you're training somebody though, and you take this kid in from, you're training him for free and then he's crossing, doing like, like that's a little different, you know? Sure. Yeah. If, if someone comes in, they're paying you for a service, you know, and they can do whatever they want, you know, because yeah, they're paying you for your service, you know, like you are not sacrificing anything. You are not investing time in anything. Yeah, yeah, as long as they're still paying you. Who, you are providing. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. That's, that's di- like the best student, right? Like the one who pays you and never shows up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the best student well, ever. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I mean. I wouldn't you know, say so, the best so, student I mean, ever. It's the, but I understand what you're saying. No, I mean, like that, that, that's the ideal gym member from a, so, like a so, fitness gym. Yeah, right? and ideally, like, you know, like I said, and I know guys who pay who are completely loyal anyways, you know, like like I, I probably would have been, to, you know, like I said, so I, 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 I get that too, you know, so, but like, and I don't mean loyal as I, if you don't, if you go cross, you're disloyal. Like, I just, like, I just, I just meant, in the, like, that's how the, that's how it was, you know, if you trained with other people, you fucking weren't loyal. Well, and also, no, and, and like, let me say something, guys, and I, 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 I hear this all the time, and it's still an issue. If you are a competitor and you cross train other schools, you, you kind of are doing a disservice to your teammates. So that's what I mean. If you are just you just train you just you want to get better and you cross train everywhere, that's not a big deal. But if you have a home school and you train somewhere and you have people in that gym that are competitor and then you cross train to other places and you are training with other people, it's fair to say that you are helping other people compete against the people that you train. Like 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 there's no there's no way around that, you know? And that's why I said with the, just what I just said with like when Dean was like you know, if Dean would have trained with me when I was competing against the ATT guys, like, what what the fuck, you know? Like, you don't think they would have looked at him in a certain way, you know? Yeah, just looking at it from the standpoint, not even from, like, a trade secret or whatever standpoint, but not, just ours, right? Just, like, yeah, just not even a trade secret. Like, not even, not even you're like, giving, there's no secret fucking techniques in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, just, it's, like, it's like, Jesus Christ. Those are ours. No, like, fuck you, you know? Like, there's no secret <laughs> techniques. But just, just, like, if you're cross-chaining, like, you know, you're, you're, Jesus, you like know? hours in the mat. You were actually you helping. Spent, yeah, you were yeah, helping like, him get better. And you're not. Yeah, that's and that's hours that you're not helping your own that's, team. Yeah, that's get exactly better. right. Agreed, and that's agreed. like I don't understand why that's so hard for people to fathom. You know, like so if you're a competitor, you might you know you got to be careful there. You know, now I know I'm gonna get like 20 things of oh so and so cross chains and so oh, and so cross chains at the highest. Time needs to get yeah, this. yeah, at the, at the, yeah. You know, you're, you're gonna bring references to like the highest three people who can cross train sometimes, and and you know, and these guys are still gonna go out and compete each other. But those guys are only competing with the best guys against the best guys you know yeah like, like yeah if like, you're like the craig jones that's training at danaher yeah yeah like, yeah and, thing, and, right? and he's gonna and he can go against gordon ryan still have a competitive like you know he, but there's no one in craig jones school who's going against fucking gordon ryan soon right right yeah, he's not exactly, helping yeah. anybody like he's like you guys don't understand that you know you're just making his excuse to 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 do that you know so it's it's that's not the case you know right. so you have to be very careful there if you're a random blue belt in one of these schools and you train at a random school in orlando then you go to another school and and 
and cross train your air a lot, and you're all your competitors, you are giving people time to when you should be sharpening when your you, own iron. When you, yeah, right? when you should be helping the guys that you should be training. Like that's just the, you know doesn't mean you're a bad person. I do. You're, you're, and you're actually looking out for you, which I'm not saying that's wrong either. You need to get better, so you want to see different looks. I understand that, but you got to understand you are technically giving hours to people who are competing against the guys you train with. Why is that's not like? Yeah, and also especially back in the in the time you're, you're citing with you and Dean at that point there was far less recreation it was more fight team so it's like right. if or you, just competition in general yeah, yeah so i mean yeah. it's like if you're training with people they're probably affiliated with a team yeah and if you're so you're it's 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 a little like like you said now people are paying for a service a little more it's a little it's a little it's different a now based. it's a little yeah, different. It but back then for sure it's like if you're if you're doing jujitsu or mma with with someone else that's not on your team they're not. They're not a hobbyist. They're also with a team, so that's where the the issue. And guess what? If you're not going to compete against members from your team at a, at a tournament or an event, chances are you're going to go against someone else, and probably from that team. So, and and, and you know, like I, I like the team concept. Like I like, like I said, don't get me wrong. Just the individual sport. But if you guys are you guys who cross train in five different places, you are sucking out the most beneficial thing of all of this training shit and that's to have like like you know to grow to come together with a group of guys that you team and you support and you share you know i'm telling you if you're like some of the best times i ever had was coming up with these guys you know when we were like <laughs> you know training like in the morning and going going like you know when we, when we were at marcio's we would train at one o'clock and we would spar and stuff we would spar pretty hard and then we'd all go to fucking i was gonna say rotten tomatoes it's sweet tomatoes sweet tomatoes and we, yeah. <laughs> and we would all go the to buffet, sweet buffet man we would all go to sweet tomatoes and and fucking seth would take the chicken noodle soup and take all the chicken out of the soup and shit. oh so and somebody else knows the booster yeah, yeah yeah shit like that and, <laughs> and fucking mike lee would take the caps off everyone's salt shakers and fucking we were just pranks on and then we'd go back to marcio gym you know what we'd do till we trained at night we'd sleep on the mats and then, like, we do, but we are such a close group of guys. And that's why we all kind of, that's why when the broke up happened, we all stayed together. Yeah, yeah, We were all together when it happened, too. But but, but that was one of the best times of my martial art experience, you know? And if you're kind of taking yourself away because, you, yeah, you're bouncing around in 10 different places, you're kind of taken away from that, you know? Like, I, I, you guys don't get that experience and stuff like that, you know? So, and I know some guys have it, but, but just be... Be cautious there, you know, because you're missing out on some of the good stuff. Now, I get if you're, you know, I think this kind of happened with the GSP thing, at least with the fighting thing, you know, because GSP cross-trained a when lot. He, when he went down to Jackson, right? He went to, yeah, and then he went to, he would go to Donahue's. And yeah. He was a tri-star. I know he went to Brazil. Yeah, and he was a tri-star guy, and then he would train with the Canadian wrestling team, and he would do his fucking gymnastics bullshit and all but that's shit. When, so, it's like so every elite, fucking elite amateur fighter was like, oh, yeah. I need to do this. I need to go to this coach here, this coach there, his coach. I'm like, dude, fucking Jesus Christ, dude, you're... You're a fucking amateur fighter, you know? Like, yeah, and that's you, the thing, right? Like, yeah, like, what are you doing, you know? like, like When you're that level, you need the focus to increase each each aspect of your game, and, right? And, like, and, I, and like I said, I've, I've, I'm putting together a vlog on this but, but with, with the fighting thing, but but when you're, if you're a low level, like not low level, but if you're an amateur fighter and you're an, begin, uh, yeah, like and, if you're an amateur fighter, then you're starting your pro career and you have, and you train at like four different places, guess what? You don't have a coach. Right. Unless you are the prospect of the fucking century, like unless you are like unless you are a division one national champion or a kickboxer, like like none of then guess what the four places you train out, none of the coaches give a shit about you because they all consider you someone else's tr fighter. You know that's that's actually the interesting that you put it that way because it, now it's on the flip side. It's not on the individual. It's like it's it's like they. I never even thought about that until you said like. 
because loyalty goes both ways, right? Both like, ways. You know? It goes both ways. So if and that's what yeah, and that's why I think some of these guys won't get. You know, it's like, like they're like, not going to invest time in you. Yeah. Like I, I've, there's guys that come through here a few times a week and then be like mad that I don't corner him. Like wait a second, you don't train here. You come here like and spar twice a week. I don't like, dude. Christ, I have. Like I, I have fucking hobbyists that train here more than you, you know. Right, right. I, like I do, I don't like, like you're not my like, you know. But then he goes here twice a week, and, and like they don't want to do it either because like the, the coach is there. Like I, oh, you, you're my student, you're my fighter. Like I, like they don't, they don't feel it either, and then they get upset that like you know, and then stuff like that. So I'm just telling you, like, and I, I, I at a higher level, don't get me wrong. If if a GSP walks in and says, "Will you train me?" Everybody in the fucking city will say yes. You know, and, and, and want to be part of that process, you know, but like not like you're not there yet, you know, like you need to get a good coach and have someone in your like find your most knowledgeable one and stick with that guy, you know, like, you know, so because just trust me, like I like I and I know and I've talked to other coaches about this, you know, because I'm like, do you coach them like, ah, uh, well, they come by. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, they come by like. You know, I got the they come by when I stopped coaching. You know, like like I said, I've, I've, like literally when I when I when I kind of got out of it for a little while, I've got the you know they come by. You know, but I know guys that are like you know they're they're you know, and then the coach like if they win, great, we'll we'll put it on Facebook and say hey they won, they they represent our academy. But if they they give, but they don't really fucking give a shit, you know. And I've actually seen that even with something as simple as jujitsu promotion, like belt promotions, where I've yeah. oh, I've yeah, heard stories of, of people that. Have come to our promotions, other promotions, and and all the coaches are like, well, they came over here to be promoted, so why don't you promote? Them? I'm not promoted. Like all the yeah. coaches are like, like no, no, you promote them. Yeah. I'm not. Gonna, they don't yeah. train yeah. here. Like, exactly. I mean, like that. I mean, that that was when I started training here on the regular, right? Like, I mean, you and I had that conversation. It's like because, like, I know you didn't want to step on Jose's toes, right? Because like for a good portion of my my jujitsu career, Jose had been the one promoting me. And then, you know, like I had been here full time at that point and you kind of asked me like, what, you know, what's your plan and stuff. And and I, that's when I was like, you know, I'm, I'm loyal to you for obvious reasons. Right. And, 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 you know, and, and it's, it's just like, you know, so that's, that's what I mean by like, and you know, and I, I know we got into this talking about like cross training with stuff, but like I said, if you're, if you're a fighter, like I said, you gotta be careful with that because you're, you're, you're still developing. You're not even, in fact, you're, you're fucking not even close to being developed. You haven't even turned pro yet. You know, you're still an amateur fighter or you're, or you've had one fight and you've, you know. You're training at four different, or not even four. Even if you're training at two different places, it's just like you got to be careful there because I'm I'm pretty sure both those coaches, unless you are a prospect, they're not fighting over you. They don't really probably give a shit actually because you're not showing any loyalty. Like it's just that's just you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's probably the way it is. You know, so you 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 need to tread softly there when you when you're when you're doing that and stuff like that. I, I would hope that like in a situation like that, maybe if if that fighter was clear like. Hey, this is my head coach, but I'm coming here just to get some wrestling rounds because we don't have, you know, strong wrestling. Teams. Yeah, and, no, no, and I agree with that. And now, now, do you know what that coach who's got the "this is my head coach" thinks right when you say that? Okay, well, fuck, I don't give a shit if you how you do here. Oh, exactly. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, He's yeah, like, oh, great. So that, well, I, well, you know what that coach thinks right when you say that to him? Good. Well, I hope you can help some of my guys. Like. Yeah, not you not going to help you. Yeah, yeah no, not, he, no, he's not. He's not, he'll probably help still, but he's not going to be like. I don't. I just. He's dude, not going to invest. I just. Yeah, I'm not going to invest. Right. I don't, that's what I'm saying. Now, if you're a guy who needs investment, if you're a guy who wants to fight, you. That's where. That's exactly right. He's not going to invest. That's that's the problem. So you're even. You're taking it farther than even I was thinking, which is like. I'm like. It's I'm one like, thing. To, it's one thing to be like going in. You're 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 at the beginning of your career. You obviously don't have the clout. You're not this five-star prospect you're just you want to make it and you're training at multiple places even if you even if in your mind because my thing in my mind is like well okay i'll do the right thing and say this is my head coach 
But I could envision a situation where because of where I live, because of the facilities, whatever, I need. To, I think I need to go to other places in order to get more well-rounded training. But I'm going to be upfront and transparent with those other yeah, people and, 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 and say, and, this is no, my head coach. I'm not asking you to corner me. I, w- I just yeah. I want to take advantage of your facilities. But you make a good point, which is just even presenting it that way is going to is going to risk or incur a likelihood that that other coach is going to look at you differently and not treat you necessarily the way you're hoping he's going to treat you right when you said that he obviously just he's like well now i hope that you can help my guys because i don't actually care because you have a like let your coach coach you like like you're you're, you came here and tell me you have a coach somewhere like why why the fuck do i care then yeah like people like like you know unless now unless you go to a coach who actually needs fighters you know if you go to a guy who actually you know there's so many fucking wannabe coaches out there who just like want to get in a corner so they can make a little fucking resume and shit you know like there 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 is that you know and i get that you know like so um for, but for the most part though like 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 i said if someone comes to me and is like oh, like, like you know, I, 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 this is my head coach, and I just, I want to come here and do this. I'm like, oh, fucking cool. I don't, good. I'm, you know, I'll give you a tip here and there. I hope you win. I don't, just don't give a shit if you do, though. You know, like, really, I don't, I don't, what the fuck do I care? You know, like, I hope you do good, but, you know, if anything, I hope you help my guys more in practice. You know, like, like, I, maybe I'll help you. Maybe I'll, like, you know. So this is an interesting uh, thing. Like, just, we're, we're sort of like going back to the very beginning. You're, because you probably, I don't, you being the owner and the head coach of this gym. You probably hear this a billion times a day. Some dude walks the door, messages you, I want to be a pro fighter. What is your, what, what is your A, like advice to, like do you, you're like, all right, cool. You know, I mean like take classes and then we'll see from there. Yeah, my first thing is to just come in and see just how committed they are. That's, to me, like that's the, that's the biggest thing. Um, that's the most, like how consistent you are. Because I guess, is that a good indicator for you? Like, if they're coming in, like, like Eli is a great example, to be honest. Like, the dude, he, he's, got a, he's got a budding fighting career, and he still just fucking comes in to take regular class and learn, right. and yeah. is a good training partner and everybody else. Like, that's excellent, right? Like, um, is, is that, like, a good tell for you? Is, like, this guy's going to do well because so, he's yeah, willing and to like, learn. No, and and Eli's a lot more consistent now, but Eli hasn't always been consistent. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Eli hasn't always. Like, and, most, and here's the thing. Like, that's the, to me, the first thing is like, I'm not even going to waste my fucking time. Like, if, if you come in and say you want to fight and a coach, like, it's like, oh, okay, let's do it, man. Let's get you ready. Let's just train you to fight. That coach hasn't been coaching for very long. And the reason why I know that is because I've heard that shit 5,000 times and right. 4,990 of them, the guy don't fucking want to fight. He just wants to say he wants to fight so he can post it on Facebook and shit like that. Most of them don't even put the time or effort into it. So so the first thing, at least with me, I'm like, show me that you'll train, you know, and if you want to fight, man, you need to train six days a week. I don't, you know, I'm sorry. You know, just you got to find a way to make it happen. You know, I'll take five, but you need to train six, but I'll take five. But if you're training four five times. Five minimum five minimum really but if if you train four like fuck you you know like just don't waste my time four is not good enough no four let's say he comes in four no how many times you train a week (laughs) that's an unfair six or seven no how like what when are you taking your first pro fight I'm not taking it. Like, 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 it was just like, like, no, but like, my, my kind of goal was like, dude, Christ, if I have guys who are like fucking hobbyists and, and put more effort into it, like, 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 uh, once again, unless you come from like, okay, I was a, 
two-time Division One national champion wrestler at Oklahoma State. Okay, maybe you... Yeah, you, but that person won't have the work ethic that's... He, he wouldn't be training. That no. person would not be training only three days a week. That's they what I'm saying. Have, I, 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 know, I wouldn't have to takes. worry about it. He's already... like he, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if Ori is a fucking kickboxer, he's already he already knows what he has yeah, to do. Yeah, he's doing his bag work. He's that's doing his work. The right? next like, kid like that comes it. in and tells me, the next guy that comes in and tells me, look, well, okay, but I got to watch my kids on this day, and I got to work on these days, and I have class on this day. I'm like, okay, fucking go do that. Don't waste my time with this imaginary fighting career you want because it's not going to happen. Right. So anyone who actually like, and I'll still help you. I will. When you're here, I will help you. But don't think like, how can I invest in that though? You're just not. You are not putting yourself in a position to be successful. Yeah, you're not investing in yourself. You are not right? investing in yourself. That's yeah. exactly right. You know, any coach that you you come in and tell me you want to fight, I every day you're in here, I will fucking help you. But don't think that like I, I literally think like when you come to class and stuff that that I think you're going to be. You know, you just can't do that. You're not. You're not taking it real. And the reason why I know this is because that wasn't always the case with me. Do you know how many hours? Oh, I I can calculate I, I know how many the hours, hours yeah, yeah. into years that I've wasted on people who told me they wanted to fight. All the fucking time that I spent after hours and, and, and on the phone and doing different shit and, and after class and this to get these guys ready to fight for them to have, for one, some of them never to fight, but someone just to have like, some of them to have three fights and then some of them just to, okay, I, I have fought a few times. I feel cool. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get a job now. Like, Jesus, like, but never actually fully committed to the process, you know? Like, just fucking go for it. And if you fail, so what? You know, if you fail, so what? Go fight. If you don't, if you're not successful, then so fucking what? At least you tried. But some of them are just so afraid to even try. You know, they're so afraid, like they'll just, you know. So that's that's what I mean. So that's why when a guy like you ask me if a kid comes in and says I want to fight, I'm like, okay, cool, man. Like, you come to class, show me how many times you're gonna train. This is what you need to do. Show me the initial stages. You know, like make me kick you out of here. You know, like like make like, like maybe say, hey, take it. Don't come in no more. I need you to rest. You know how many people I've told to not come in and train tomorrow, you know? In, in, <laughs> Probably in, 10. Less than that. <laughs> like, less than that. You know, there's, you know, less than that. Of the, the 20 fucking three years I've been training, how many times I've said, listen, dude, don't come in tomorrow. I need you to literally go home and take a day off, you know? Like, yeah, I can count them on one hand probably, you know? Really? So that, that's what I mean, you know? Like, like, show me that, you know? And then you, you want to see a motivated... And those people, I bet, have gone far. Yeah, you want to show well, me... Right? And they're very talented. You want to show, want me, show, you want to sh you see a motivated, like coach you want to see an enthusiastic coach show me that and like jesus christ i'll work harder than you getting you ready but there's like over the years you know like i said i've worked so hard and, and, and done so much and like you know, guys just like yeah you know you know and and, and and honestly some of them like want to just fight so they can open up a school later and i'm like jesus christ dude like what just fucking go start teaching right now and learn that that'll help you more you know they want right, to fight yeah. so they can say oh i was a pro fighter and i can go open up school I'm like jesus christ so now like that like you know like that's I, you know it, it won't hurt you but jesus christ you know you can like, just go be a teacher go work at the school like like being an assistant like that was going to help you more open up a school later than than being a fighter you know like i said the only people who will take a guy off the street right away with not knowing anything or not knowing his work ethic is a coach who really just wants to be wants to just say he's a coach you yeah know? or doesn't know any better or doesn't know any better yeah he doesn't know any better he hasn't been around yeah he doesn't he hasn't been around long enough he hasn't gone like like i said i've been around so long that i know you're full of shit like I just the I BS know. meter. Yeah, like, like <laughs> my, my bullshit meter. Like like okay, yeah, okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you want to fight too? Okay, like you're number seven thousand eight hundred and twenty-one that wants to fight. Yes, like okay, yeah, I get well, it. And, and I've actually, I, you know, in, in the two in the two plus years I've been around here. I've encountered a couple people that have straight Fuck, up yeah, told you have. me. You've that, no, that they've straight up told me like I want to, and they have been like honest about it. like I, 
I want to I want to fight to get a, a professional fight under my belt or get a fight under my belt, and then I want to open a school, thinking that's a prerequisite. You've heard this? Oh, well, straight up. I'll tell you off. I'll t- I won't tell you yeah, on the. Yeah, don't, don't but I've I've heard that, and and you made the great point, which was just like. Dude, you can open up a school right now. Like you can be a blue belt. You can be a white belt and open a school. You don't need to be a black belt. You don't need to have a pro fight under your belt. You don't have to have an amateur fight. They're they're different skill sets, but yeah. for whatever reason, people in their mind Yeah, you might have they, to hire they, a black belt to teach, but right now. Yeah, but for whatever to- reason, in their mind, they think, no, no, I need that coaches the about us page to have a picture of me and to and to say up there at the top, professional MMA, you know, professional MMA fight. I don't know what it is, but that's you know, that's the disconnect between running a business, running a school, what it takes to go into that. And, and being a no, fight gym. Yeah. Correct. No, and I, and I get it. Like, like having fought before will give you some kind of clout and like it will help you in a certain degree and stuff like that to a certain level and stuff like that. But, but honestly, just being an assistant coach and being on the floor will actually help you run a school way a thousand times more than fucking taking two amateur fights and going one and Dude, one. I've seen How the people, fuck? I've seen, sorry to interrupt, but I've seen someone come in. I've, <laughs> I've seen someone fight an amateur fight and then afterwards they've literally coaching anybody that they can find Unbelievable. and telling them and telling them and telling them it's like hey man when you get in the cage you can't do that it's Unbelievable. Like, it's, Un- <laughs> like, what? yeah we used to have a, like an amateur kickboxer around here like like just used to train like kickboxing and stuff and like they took an amateur kickboxing fight and like They'd be literally walked by, and like someone was sparring. Like this person has been training Muay Thai for seven years, but because this dipshit had one fucking amateur fight, they were actually coaching that person. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like, and this person was like, and and, and it was funny because I'm not going to use names, but but they didn't know that the person had already fought too. Like, I was like, right, right, and, like, so, and they were cool. They've been around a long time. They 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 understand a douche when they see one. So they just they're like, okay, thank you. And then afterwards, they'd be like. Who the fuck is with this guy? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Like, you, he was like, I'm like, I know, man. Just, just, you know, he had an amateur fight. You guys watch it. Yeah, he had an amateur fight, so he fucking knows everything, you know. Like, you know, or he had one pro fight, you know. So just, you know. So, th- you know, back to my original point though. If someone comes in and says they want to fight, like, the most important thing is, is your commitment. You know, like you can have all the skill in the world. Well, that's like, important. I know some really, yeah. like, very skillful guys right now who might not make it because they're just not committed to it you know so it is what it is you know it's like it's just not as dedicated as they should be and so and, and that, that I, goes and, across and, and, for, and that's cool yeah, that's yeah, like, you have your life to live you know and i'll try to motivate you and i'll try to push you but just i'm not gonna let anybody waste my time anymore you know and i know i just you know and i i know some guys out there right now and who are getting their time wasted i'm like hey what do you know, you know like okay you've been doing it what three years you've been training for a while you've been coaching for a long time you've been head coach for three years do another seven and tell me how you feel and then tell me where you're at, you know, do wait, you get 10 years of a head coach dealing with that shit and tell me like yeah, at year 11, what you think of guys who tell you, you want to fight, you know, you, you know, you probably already know, but wait till you get to there, you know? So like, and that's what I mean, you know? So, and that's just, like I said, we're, we're mid range school, you know, like that stuff like that, you know? And that's what the big camps don't have to worry about that. If you're in coconut Creek, you don't have to worry about that. They don't have to deal with that shit. You know, like they, you know, people go there who are already in the UFC. Yeah, they're, they're, they're already, they're right. already professional. They already know, they've already gotten there. Like you don't, you know, they, they don't, they just they don't. Yeah, they're no like homegrown. Yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like, hey, I like this guy's in the UFC. He wants to switch. You know, Edson Barbosa. I'm gonna go to ATT. Like, well, yeah, yeah we, and, and it's already been filtered out. It's like, already yeah, all yeah, that all right. that bullshit of like, you, 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 you know, like they probably laugh at the kids. They're like, just fucking go to jujitsu class. Well, what do they do right now? Because you told me that they like. Uh, I might have the numbers wrong, but you could pay like, let's say 500 bucks a month and train down there. 
Anybody could. I, I don't know what but, it is. But that doesn't mean they have like a program for MMA fighters, but it's not necessarily with their team. Like it's not Matt. It's not like Mike Brown. Yeah. So no, I, I, yeah, I think you can just go there and do like you can stay there. There's different tiers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a pro fighter, you can just you know you gotta get permission, obviously, and stuff. Okay. And, and then if you're doing a fight camp, you they're probably not even gonna want. If you're a high level guy, they're going to want a percentage of your purse. Sure. You know, like, well, you know, and then they'll help you more with the coaching. Mm-hmm. If you're like, hey, I just want to come down and spar. I don't have a fight coming up. I just want to spar. They're probably like, oh, it's like 500 a week. You can spar at the team and stuff like that. So I, I don't know exactly what the, the regimen is, but I, I know that if you're in the UFC, they're going to want it. And you want coaching, they're going to want a percentage. Right? Yeah. And rightfully so. You know, they, they, that's a 30,000. There's a separation foot. between if I just said, hey, man, I'm, I want to go down there and train at MA. Maybe they'll say no because I don't have any experience, but maybe they say yes, but they have their own little program for those people well, that you are probably com- have to go through like the classes and stuff first. Well, no, right? like, no, like, no that's I'm, I'm saying you could, if you're a professional fighter, you could probably train with the team if you still pay the weekly fee or like say you want to do a fight camp down there and you're in a small level guy, they probably still let you, you know, like because um, they're a business, they gotta run, they gotta run business and yeah, stuff like know, that. Yeah, it's a, it's a big fucking facility. Yeah, they, they, coaches got to get paid. It's a thirty thousand square foot place and lights got to stay on. So they, I mean, they they'll probably still do it stuff like that. And um, but. But yeah, if you're in the UFC and you go down there, you're gonna you're gonna pay a percentage of your purse and stuff like that. And I don't know how they if they even do one year contracts, two year contracts. So they just do yeah, okay, just give like you're just doing it for this camp. You're just this you know. It's interesting because in 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 when I when I came up in in not in the MMA world, not in the jujitsu world, but in the tennis world, um, if you at IMG Academies where they have all the sports now, baseball, golf, tennis football soccer anything under the the sun they're developing young athletes and people from all over the country go there at least on the tennis side the pro quote team which was your guys from let's say 14 to 21 that were either aspiring to be pros or already pros they were essentially being subsidized by all the other people that were going in and doing weekly camps the people that were aspiring but no one really thought they hadn't shown their medal that they would be necessarily talented enough to be pro. So it's like they pay for their tuition to go and train and they get intense training. And it was only like the quote competition team that was, didn't have to pay. And they probably had a percentage yeah, yeah, thing they, too. You know I mean? Yeah, right, right. But they, they had programming. Like most of the programming on those facilities were for a majority of the population, which wasn't the, you're already established as being a pro that's going to be making money and, and, and making a living professionally. These are like all the aspiring people that talent-wise don't quite have it yet. Now, if they do, then they'll swip them over. They'll be like, hey, you're good enough. Like, we'll, we'll bring you over. Well, that's not even talent. That's experience too, right? Yeah, like, but I mean, both. But I'm just wondering if that's right? kind of the same thing down at Coconut Creek where it's like, yeah, you've got your – whoever's down there, the pros, they have their own sessions. And then I'm sure they're – I mean – Maybe it's different, but I would just think that you'd have like another wrestling coach doing a regular MMA class for wrestlers. Yeah. And no. then Mike Brown is with his guys doing yeah. his own wrestling class. Yeah. Well, I would. Yeah. So I know, like, like I said, with the pro guys, they have a wrestling class on Monday. They spar on Tuesday and Thursdays. And then, you know, they probably have a kickboxing class or something, a striking class or something. Mm-hmm. But then, but then other than that, you have to get your own individual. Mm, okay. coaching you have to like you know and like you said if you're not in the UFC you're not getting Mike Brown or Conan or, yeah. or at the time Dean you know like when you get there so like that's what I'm saying you know so and like a lot of guys go there just for the facility and the training partners yeah you'll see them in the UFC with their head coaches and maybe a guy from ATT yeah. but but sure. they still have their head coaches and stuff they still have their guys and stuff like that so it's it's a business they run they run they, you know, that's how they run it like that and stuff like that so um but that's 
you know. But like you said, they have the luxury ATT is or Coconut Creek does to say, hey, we can say no to some people. We can say yes to Edson Barboza and be like, we're dealing with people that are already professionals they, that they, already they are. They don't sign- even deal with it. Like you don't go there and say, hey, I want to become a fighter. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they're like, go down the- well, no, I'm sure they hear it, but they're just like, well, go sign up and go to class. You know, they, yeah, they, exactly. like, like we're not like, what do you think? You know. We're gonna be like fucking Mick and Rocky. We're gonna fucking like, <laughs> like, like, like they're not gonna do that, you know. Like, and, and you know, I'm not gonna do that. And like, like, and I'm a little small place. But then, like, you know, now some coach, small these coaches might do that, you know. Like, yeah. and like, so, unless you think you have a prospect, because they might strike gold. Because they might strike. They gold, might, unless you think you have a prospect. But like, if you have, like, if you can identify that prospect, you're probably already a pretty good coach. And some right, else, right, yeah, right. You, then you don't need to do it anyways, you know, because you already have enough guys. So like, like they're not going to, you know. So that's all I meant by that. So you do have to, you know. Well, just to uh, kind of wind things down, because we've gone a while here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I think I might split this up into two episodes. This one's fun, man. <laughs> this one's super fun. Because what do we talk about here? We talk about mountaineering. Well, and they're two distinct parts. So for those of you listening, this is likely part two of, uh, yeah. of a two-part of a two-part podcast that will drop over two weeks. So just to, so people don't know, or people do know, um, we, we have a little bit of an audience here. We it's do. My, it's so, my old training partner, actually, who will be my training partner once again. Get in there, Dave. Dave Castro. He's an, he's an old-school dude. Um, knockout fitness, knockout right? Fitness. Like, knockout fitness. So he remembers the old-school Paul as well. With Paul and Seth and Jose and... Carapellucci. A, a handful of fights under his belt, right? Uh, yeah, nine fights. I have four. You, you fought nine fights? Mm-hmm. One of them was, I was on the card with you. Yes. And they, and they kicked I my... Was, I, was, I was on my way to watch Chris fight, and they called me and said, do you want to fight? And, and what, he, do you, what, what do you weigh? And I was like, I don't know, 170. Do you want to fight? Sure, why not? <laughs> which he, which he tacked, it, it, if I were scoring, he would have won, but because of the rules, he lost. Yeah, they, I didn't kick enough. so they It was a kickboxing match. Okay. Yeah, so he, but he didn't kick enough because it's like, for like kickboxing rules, you have to throw a certain percentage of kicks per round. round. And like, because Dave is more like a, like a sprawler brawler. And a ground and pounder and, and a boxer, like you, you don't, don't kick a lot. I've been so. doing a lot of boxing at the time. Yeah, so. so. But um, so what's, what's, how did you, what's your first memory of Paul? Of Paul? Or, or knockout fitness. Where, where, knockout where did you? Fitness. I mean, like you said, it was a different time. Like you weeded out guys real quick. They'd come in, they'd sign up and. After two days, you didn't see them anymore. You're like, what happened to this guy? I guess he didn't want to get punched <laughs> in the face anymore. You gotta understand, we're at knockout fitness. Um, but, but Wait, most of the guys were fighters. When we were there, like me, when me and Seth opened up there, um, when we opened that place, literally we had left and we had just, it was just a group of fighters that started the school. So when you came in, I don't even know if we had jujitsu at the time. We, like, <laughs> no. we had like grappling and MMA. Yeah. Like we were just like fighting. Like, like it was just like so, and we didn't know anything about teaching or coaching or business. You know, we knew we knew teaching, we knew coaching in terms of fighters, but that was it. Right, right. So if you came in, you were the first day. We're like, we, you might even sparred on your first day. We were fucking. Idiots. Oh, Steve yeah. Wynn's got a good story I, about that. Second <laughs> second day there, I was sparring with Luigi. <laughs> like, <laughs> left, left with two black eyes. Yeah. But I had a smile from either. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a different that's, time. That's what I mean. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we weren't very smart back then. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave, you uh, 
you're you're gonna get on the mats again. Yeah, I'm definitely. I like how yeah, I, I like how Chris is cornering people, <laughs> right? No, no, I said I didn't say ring. I said on the mats. There's a difference. Uh, I you know? started I started to train back up right before this all started. The COVID started, and um, I missed it. I, I stopped because I wasn't coaching anymore. I wasn't yeah. teaching classes anymore. And Chris, you know, I, I have a large family, so. Very large family. It was kind of hard to tell my wife and kids I'm still gonna go train after all these years of not being Very home. Large. So I just stopped and focused on family, but I missed it and I started back But you up. stayed active too, so. I stayed my, active. Yeah. I, I was doing CrossFit. I coached CrossFit for a while and and competed in some crossfit competitions and stuff like that but that's because i'm a competitive guy like yeah i wasn't fighting anymore i wasn't training anymore so i needed something else what so what's what's your first competition gonna be when you start up again i want to fight again mma no no kickboxing probably kickboxing or boxing yeah. you're a purple belt now right yes come on man get but that brown I, belt i, I haven't Dave, you and I were supposed to get belted brown and black together. You were what the hell? Blue before I even put a. Gear. I know. I get that. I mean, like, but we're all supposed <laughs> to get belted. You clearly, you're more competitive than Chris. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Nine fights versus one. A lot of <laughs> like, I just met you, and I can tell that right now. <laughs> no, I'm. I've never been a big fan of the gi. Um, Boo. It took a long time for me to even put one on. Um, and then when I did, I, I enjoyed it, but it was always a means to an end. Like that was part of my MMA training and it wasn't something that I enjoyed doing. I did it because it made me better at fighting. So I don't know, maybe I'll put a gi on now yes. and I'll enjoy it. But at the time I didn't. Get that gi on, get that brown belt. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. Come on. Do you have any other questions? I think we're good to wind down. Man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I, I got to get going too. So. All right. Well, Ed, dude, th Dave, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Paul, thanks for everything. Oh, two hours and two and a half hours. <laughs> Paul's like, what? <laughs> we're going to split this Everybody up. who wanted more Paul, you got it. <laughs> so, um, it was two, yeah, two very distinctly different conversations, but they're a lot of fun. Like, because this is the stuff that like, it is. It's 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 the strenuous life, right? Like it's not just MMA. It's not just jujitsu. We all, I think, we all live a certain lifestyle because we all like challenges and we like to be in shape and 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 that sort of thing. And it's it's interesting the different paths we sort of like take. You know, like you like wandering around fucking mountains, and I can't even deal with grasshoppers. But no, I can't, you know, let alone grasshopper. You're right. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, all right. Thanks, guys.